Welcome to Coffee, Code, and Culture. I'm your host today, April Pointer. I am soloing it by myself today. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about work-life balance, not only from my own personal experience, but from an HR perspective. And in the next episode, you're going to hear from some of our guys on the engineering side um, that are going to talk more about work-life balance from their perspective. Plus, you're going to get introduced to four of our team members, two who you've already met, and two more. So I won't have any spoilers. I'll leave it at that. But for today's episode, thank you so much for being here. Let's jump right into it. So let's talk about work-life balance, or what I really like to call work-life integration. I believe that back in the day, there was this old philosophy of you go to work, you leave your personal life at the door. You go home, you leave work at the door. But does that ever really happen? No. Think of how often that you've been so stressed out and you are taking that work that work life into your home life and talking about it or maybe you're putting kids to bed or dealing with your personal things and then you go right back into work mode. And especially now that we live in this work from home, more flexible type environments, it, there's really not a lot of separation between what is work and what is life. And in all actuality, work is part of your life. And so there's not a turn on and turn off switch. Maybe for most people, I'm sure some people do have some really strong boundaries when it comes to turning that switch off and picking up on their personal life. But for most people, that is not the case. So what I want to share with you is just a little bit about my own journey and, and work-life balance and work-life integration, as well as a little bit of perspective from HR, or at least the HR that I've been involved in or that I embody so in my own life, I remember back in the day feeling like I could progress in my career if I gave more of myself to my work. And sometimes that did end in, you know, uh, some sort of applause and recognition because of my efforts, but it quickly leads to burnout as well. And if you're listening and you can relate, I'm pretty sure you can relate um, if you're watching this on YouTube, just leave a comment below and talk about like when you've given so much of your energy and your time to something and you've just completely burned out and it, it, it essentially renders you useless, right? So that was my philosophy when I was younger is that I could give so much of myself to my work and then maybe I would have promotion or financial gain and I would be seen as a valuable player, especially after I started working at worthwhile. It's the first place that I've really had been a part of a leadership team that cares a lot about what you're doing in your downtime. Not so not saying like dictating what you're doing in your downtime, but actually making sure that you are getting downtime so much so that a couple of years ago, we revamped our time off policies to ensure that people were getting more time off. And also, if you have been around or you hear from worthwhile people, and for those of you who have no idea who we are and you're tuning in, we are constantly throughout the year saying, don't forget to take your PTO, don't forget to take your time off, don't forget to schedule a vacation, because we want to make sure that people are utilizing the time that they're given. It's given to you, it's yours, and of course, we have a business that we need to run, and that's why we want people to put that time in sooner than later to ensure that there are no issues, no bumps in the road when you're trying to take your time off, because we really champion that. But I've seen it be applauded in former places where people are applauded for being in the hospital and being on 
like a all hands meeting or being in the hospital and working or being out with a sick kid when they really need to need to have that time with their child and they are applauded for the work that they're doing. Now, I also know some people, one specifically that is at Worthwhile, who just talked about this the other day when he spent some time in the um, ER, is that he actually wanted to work because it helped get his mind off of things. And that's totally understandable. But when you feel obligated, that's when the work life is seeping into your home life and your home life. You know, you have issues at home and it can start to seep into your work life. And so there has to be a balance between the two and integrating those. When it comes to your work life balance, no one's going to do it for you. As much as I as an HR person want to say, like, take your time and go do your things that make you happy. And in other roles in previous companies or other companies, I've worked with teams that just like go, 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 go. And those team members essentially start to burn out. And when I ask them, they become resentful. And I ask them, why are you not taking your time? And they feel like, because I can't. Well, in those particular situations, I know that I was managing them directly and they had every right to take their time. That was not an an external factor. It was an internal pressure and almost like a shame that if they took that time off, that they would be seen as not as valuable. And I know that a lot of that comes from conditioning from whether that be something that happened when you were younger or that is something that's happened in your work life at some point. That there is this conditioning and this belief system that if I take my time, then there will be repercussions. And that is an old narrative that's running in a lot of people's minds. And it's not that it's wrong, like it's wrong, like it didn't come from somewhere, but it's not the responsibility of the outside world to ensure that you are setting the proper boundaries in your life to make sure that you don't burn out. I think there are times in everybody's work where you have to give a little bit more. I know for me recently, I took on some new projects and that required a lot more time for me than normal. Over the past few months, I've been optimizing my sleep because that's something that I've never really done. I'm like, you know, I like to be up late. I can get a lot of stuff done when it's late. And I started realizing the negative impact that that had on my overall health and well-being. So I started optimizing my sleep. And I've been really busy on a couple of projects and I started to let that seep into the time that I should be winding down and preparing for bed to get the best sleep that I can get. And I was, it's a balance, you know, there's some give and take here and there. And so I had gotten to this place where I was like, just a couple, just one more night. And then it was like the next night and I was like, okay, just another night I could do that. And then I was just running on E and I had to just like detach from it. All the work and progression that I had made in uh, this particular project, it just came to a halt because I needed time to rest and recoup so that I could come back and give more. Because had I just kept burning the midnight oil and and pushing through, the result was not going to be as high of quality as it can when I'm rested. So there are times where we're going to have to give a little extra to meet a deadline and get something done. We're outcomes-based here, so we're not so much about telling you and dictating how you're going to do something or when you're going to do it. It is more just about the outcome by a deadline, and how you work is how you work. So there are times where there's some give and take, busier seasons, more slow seasons, and we have to be able to manage ourselves, our work, our life, all of it, without becoming resentful. And that just takes balance and 
discipline to, to a certain degree. I'm a very visual person. You're going to hear the guys talk about this in the next episode, but we talk about calendar blocking and we do that a lot here at Worthwhile. I mean, whether it's a kid's doctor's appointment or I'm going to go grab coffee, this is my one day of the week that I'm going to get out and just get away from the electronics and take my journal or my notebook with me and I'm going to go grab coffee. Just putting that block on my calendar to make sure that I see that I've set this appointment with myself and that I'm going to honor that appointment with myself. And so you're going to hear from the guys as well, but that's been a huge thing here at Worthwhile for me is just putting something on my calendar in advance so that I can see that I need this time, or I'm going to have these work meetings, but then I'm going to also have this block of time where I'm going to go get that uh, dental work done that I've been putting off for months, because we all know what happens when you put dental work off for months, or am I the only one? Root canals, anybody? <laughs> Another thing I would say, one of our values in action here at Worthwhile is to tell people what's up. And a lot of times that's that's in context of, of talking about a project or work that we've been doing and and filling people in. But I also think what goes hand in hand with that of telling people what's up is that if you are struggling with your workload and you need some help or you need to renegotiate your deadlines, then you have to be able to be vocal because I've seen too many people sit silently and they're struggling under the pressure of these deadlines or it seems like all of a sudden everything needs to be done all at once and we can oftentimes overcommit thinking that we've got it under control and then certain things start to happen in our personal life. I know for me personally, it's like all of a sudden the kid gets sick and something happens on that end. And now I'm starting to fall behind on some of those deadlines or I feel like I'm not going to be able to make it in time. We have to be able to open our mouths and talk and and or work with team members and say, could you guys spot me on this? Is there anything that you can do to help me in this particular situation? Or even give some of that work to team members who are willing to help. Could you take care of this for me by this day? Could you do this research for me by this day? And obviously not all the time will people's schedules be open and accommodating. But if you work in a really good team, then you're able to sometimes offload some of that work and sometimes just taking those few items items off of your plate can help you see exactly what it is that you need to be focused on in order to get it done. But we have to be talking. We have to be telling people what's up. We know when we're pushed past our limit. We know when we've been working long hours over and over again. And that's essentially going to wear you down. So you got to be willing to talk to somebody and let them know that you may need some deadlines that are pushed out or that you may need some support. When it comes to my role in HR, whether at Worthwhile or elsewhere, in order to hang on to healthy employee retention, we have to know that our employees are happy, that they're engaged, that they're excited about their work. People are really motivated by two things, which is why am I doing it? And am I accomplishing something? Am I checking off the boxes? Am I feeling like we're moving forward because of the work that I'm putting in and my contributions are helpful? When people start to get overloaded and there's no time away and there's no time to reflect, they get too close and too inundated in the work that they can't see the forest for the trees. And it starts to wear a person down and they start to feel like they're not happy overall and then they start to look at their work and feel like they're not happy in their work. Being happy in your work doesn't mean that it's always rainbows and butterflies, but it, it means that even during the challenging times or the times that are a little more overwhelming, that you're still deeply engaged and caring about that particular work that you're doing and the people that you're doing it with. Whenever an employee starts to feel that they need to look to the outside so that they can get rest, 
we've come to a problem. And oftentimes, back to what I was just saying, that is connected to the lack of communication, whether that's a manager who keeps distributing tasks over and over again, that they're not realizing how much they're putting on an individual and the individual not speaking up and saying, whoa, hold on, how would you like me to prioritize these things? It's always a really good way to go about that conversation with your boss or your team leaders is to say, how would you like me to prioritize this? Let's have a conversation. And you're helping to dictate what the timelines look like that are that are comfortable for you, but also probably still a little pressing because there's just things that need to get done. Work and life ebb and flow. There are seasons of life where we are just completely overwhelmed. And there are seasons of life where we're like, why does everything feel calm? What's wrong? I think one of the major things that happen with people is they just feel like they're out of control, that they have no say so, and they can't speak up. So to wrap up this episode, I just want to tell you to use your voice to know thyself, know what's going on, be able to look at your own calendar and schedule things out. And if you're not great at that, then lean on a team member who's really fantastic. One of my partners here at Worthwhile, his name is Dan Harmison. We call him DH. You'll meet him here in the near future. He is fantastic with structuring his schedule and executing on tasks at hand. And so a lot of times if I feel that I am off and I can't quite fit everything in, I like to lean on him because I know that he has a lot of strengths in areas where I don't have those strengths and he can help partner with me to structure my day accordingly so that I can ensure that I'm getting those tasks done. There are options for you. Don't sit there and suffer alone and be sure that you are scheduling out time for yourself before you get completely burnt out. It's always easier to take that time off and decompress and come back and jump right back into the game than hit rock bottom and build yourself all the way back up. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. I hope this was helpful. And I can't wait for you to hear from some of our team members next week when they dive a little deeper into work-life balance, especially as engineers. They're going to talk more about setting boundaries. They're going to talk a little bit about exercise and diet. They're going to talk a little bit more about their own personal situations and how they go about setting boundaries and that you should never feel guilty for taking your earned time off. We'll see you in the next one.